Namaste. This is Prakash. When I was quite young, I have heard this story, mythological story, so there could be variants to some of the version you would have heard. Let me share the version I have heard. There was once this battle between Brahma and Vishnu as to who is the greatest of all. And the argument and the fight between them kept going. And finally they decided to go and ask Lord Shiva, you be the judge and tell us who between the two of us is the greatest. Lord Shiva smiles apparently and uh, tells them, I'll give a test to both of you and <clears throat> the one who wins can be considered as the greatest between the two of you. So they're quite eager. They say, what is the test? So Lord Shiva tells them, one of you, I'll take a form and one of you go up. The other person go down. Going up means go to the level where my head is and go down where my feet is and then find out what you find there and once you reach and find what is there come back and report and let's see who makes it the fastest and with this he just lets the competition begin. Brahma takes the form of a bird and starts flying upwards and apparently Lord Vishnu takes the form of a boar and starts digging and going down. And the journey goes on and on and on and on and on. Doesn't seem to end at all. But uh, Brahma apparently wanting to win the battle. As he is going up, he finds a flower falling off, which is uh, coming towards him. Apparently the flower had fallen off the head of Lord Shiva. So the idea pops up in the head of the of Brahma. So he asked the flower, what did you find there from where you fell? And the flower, whatever it saw, it explains. And then Brahma is very happy. It's, he starts going back. And Vishnu also comes. And both of them come and then they share apparently whatever they saw. Vishnu actually tells Lord Shiva that uh, I couldn't reach the bottom. Apparently you are infinity and I couldn't find the, the lowest end. So I have lost in all its uh, humility. So Lord Shiva smiles and asks Brahma, what did you find? So Brahma gives the version as shared by the flower. And the story goes that Brahma got cursed for telling a lie and whatever. But the key here is, both of them really could not find what was either at the top or at the bottom. For a simple reason, Lord Shiva was beyond their true comprehension in the truest sense of the word. What is the relevance of this story? In some way, many of us wanting to understand the Master are also taking in one way the perilous journey that uh, Vishnu and Brahma took. It's quite uh, nice to hear when many practitioners say, this is what my master is, this is what my master is not.
it's almost like Vishnu and Brahma defining what they saw at the two ends of what Shiva's form was. Is it even necessary to understand what your master or guru is? Maybe not. Let's look at a couple of examples. For example, let's say that you are a 10-year-old person and you don't even understand what electricity is or how electricity works. For you to benefit from the use of the electricity, to have the light on or to have one of the units in your home functioning like fan or grinder or mixy or whatever, do you have to really know how electricity works? Not at all. All you have to do is just put the switch on, make the right connection and then it works. Let's look at the utility of the sun per se. Do you have to know how sun functions? Do you have to reach the sun for you to physically understand what the sun is before you benefit from the point of view of being on earth? How it serves us, how it allows the seasons to work, how it holds the entire planetary system in place. All that do we have to know even to benefit whether sun gives vitamin D or sun gives us life. All I have to do is just enjoy the benefit. To be in the moment. To be in the remembrance of sun or in this case the Guru is sufficient for you to get the benefit. Because it is almost next to impossible for someone to understand what a Guru or a Master is. It will be futile for you even to waste your time. Yet, you can benefit from the complete grace of what a master can offer by just being in his remembrance. Else, what is likely to happen is the way Hanuman jumped from earth to go closer to sun to find what sun is. When he was a kid, apparently, and someone had to stop him because he might have been burnt. Nearness closeness, all that that you have with the master must finally lead to a merger. And once you merge, does it even make a difference whether you know your master or not? It is like a child in the womb of the mother. Does it have to know what a mother is? No. It just has to enjoy the benefit of what a mother offers and enjoy the presence of being in the womb, being nourished, growing into a full-grown kid before it's delivered into the world. The same is true for us, to be in his mental womb, to be in his heart, so that we are delivered into the brighter world, to the other side where he wants to take us. All it needs is just for you to accept what he tells you, does what he wants you to do, and then continue on this journey. When you want to understand something, the mind comes into play. The mind has very finite limits beyond which it cannot comprehend. The only thing that can actually comprehend is your heart through the process of experience. Experiencing what the master gives, not what the master is. It is up to us to grab the opportunity and stop intellectualizing what master is, rather focus on what master can give us and look at the possibility of a merger 
and a person who really understands a master has already become master like and at that point of time there is a famous saying in tamil the one who has seen cannot talk the one who talks hasn't seen do you want to talk or do you want to see through the process of experience it's up to you to decide thank you